It's the old radio comedy podcast. It's episode 108 of season two and time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio. A Date with Judy was a super successful radio sitcom, primarily targeting the teenage slash young adult demographic, and ran from June 24th of 1941 to May 4th of 1950 on NBC and later ABC Radio. 14-year-old Ann Gillis initially starred as bright, cheerful teenager Judy Foster, later replaced by Deli Ellis, and even later by 15-year-old Louise Erickson. Richard Cronico starred. The show became so popular that rival CBS Radio came out with Meet Corliss Archer to compete with it. The show also spawned a film and a TV show that ran from 1951 to 1953. Sit back and relax for the February 18, 1947 broadcast of A Date with Judy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Date with Judy, starring Louise Erickson as Judy and John Brown as father. Hello? Hello, Judy. This is Gwendolyn Miller. Well, hello there. I just called to explain what Oogie was doing at my house last night. At your house? Yes. I was helping him with his geometry. I do hope that you aren't jealous. Gwendolyn, I assure you that I am not a jealous woman. I assure you that I have complete and fanatic trust in Oogie. Besides, I know he wouldn't look at another woman. Oh, well, that's fine. Just tell me one thing. What's that? Exactly what time did he leave your house? That's Judy, folks. Judy Foster, the lovable teenage girl who is close to all our hearts. Well, it's Saturday afternoon, and it's the Foster house. Father is looking at the paper, Mother at her mending, Randolph is looking at the comics, and Judy is looking staggers. Maybe if I just sit here staring at it, it'll do something. Well, it's been known to. Randolph, if that phone doesn't ring soon, I shall fall apart. I'll break up all over, and no one will ever be able to fit the shattered pieces together again. What's the matter, dear? Oh, Father, I'm at the end of the rainbow. Without even a pot in sight. <laughs> Judy, what is it? Oogie. Well, what have you done? That's just the trouble, Mother. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't called for two days. And don't think it hasn't been wonderful. <laughs> well, Judy, did you and Oogie have a quarrel? A bitter one. It involved another woman. Oh, a triangle, huh? You're right, Father. That's exactly what Gwendolyn Miller looks like, a triangle. Huh? All is over between us. I'm never going to speak to Oogie again. I'm going to put him firmly out of my mind. Even if he comes to me on bended knee with arms outstretched and a wan, pitiful smile seeking forgiveness, I'll turn my head in the other direction. East or west? <laughs> I him. I've never met anything so strenuously in my whole life. I'll never speak to him again. Never, never, never. I'll get it. Hello? Judy. 
person with very high principles. Do you really mean it? Oh, yes. Oh, Judy, I haven't been so happy since Christmas. Really, Ookie, dear? Really. Do you forgive me, Judy, completely? Forgive you? Why, Ookie, there's nothing to forgive. Oh, Judy, you're a pearl among women. (laughs) Thank you, Ookie. Judy, now that we're together again, and not that we've ever been apart in my mind, well, let's celebrate, really celebrate our getting together again. Like a a second honeymoon, as it were. Ookie, what a fabulous idea. (laughs) You know, I'm really glad that we had a quarrel. It's so heavenly making up. What would you like to do tonight to commemorate the occasion? Anything at all. Anything I want, Ookie? Yeah, you just name it. Well, I'd like to see the new Tyrone Power picture at the Bijou. Anything you say, Judy. And then I'd like to go to Henry's Cross and Phosphate Parlor afterwards. Yeah? Well, I think it only fitting that we reconciliate where we first met. Oh, all right, Judy. And on the way home, I'd like to stop in at Gwendolyn's house. She's having a party. If, Judy, do you think... Yes, Ookie. I think it would only be fitting to let the woman who split us asunder see us amalgamated again. <laughs> Judy. Oh, gosh, I can't wait for tonight. I think I'll even shave. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, there's so much beauty in the world. It's really wonderful the way those shattered pieces got amalgamated. Hello? Judy, I forgot to tell you. I'll call for you at 7. Oh, he hung up. Isn't that sweet? I can tell that Oogie must be emotionally stirred. I can tell that Oogie must have a hole in his head. Judy, I, I forgot to say goodbye. Oh, Oogie, dear. Goodbye, Judy, dear. Goodbye, Oogie, dear. Well, Judy, I hope you consider life worth living now. Oh, yes, Father. I'm not going to ball Oogie out until tomorrow. <laughs> Judy, I can't find the brown shoe polish. Randolph, you've got to find it. I've got to wear my brown shoes. I find it all so carefully. And if you can't find the brown polish, I can't wear the brown shoes. If I can't wear my brown shoes, I can't wear my brown dress, and then I won't be in brown. Then still, dear, I can't zip it if you... Judy, you'll be here any minute, and I won't be ready. Randolph. Okay, I'll look again. Anybody see the evening paper? Well, I think it was in the... Well, may I please borrow your fur piece, please? No, you may not. Where'd you say you said... Randolph, did you find it? No. Oh, Miss Fortune. Will somebody please pay some attention to me? Hello, Judy. Uh, did you have an... Oh, no, God. There you are, Judy. Thank you, Mother. Father, will you please answer the phone? I've got to put my face on. Yes, yes. Hello? Oh, good evening, Mr. Foster. How are you? Uh, just fine, Ogie. You were speaking to a very happy man, Mr. Foster. Oh, well, that's not. Uh, could I please speak to Judy? Uh, just a minute. Judy, it's for you. Oh, I can't answer you just now, Father. I haven't got my face on. Oh, hello? Judy can't answer just now. She hasn't got her face... <laughs> She's indisposed. Gosh, temporarily or permanently? Temporarily, temporarily. Is there any message? Oh, yes, thank you very much. Would you be sure and tell Judy I'll be right over? Well, I'm certainly glad you called to tell her that. (laughs) Now, there is a very important message. I wouldn't have wanted Judy to miss it for the whole world. Oh, that's what I thought, sir. Uh, Thank you. You're quite welcome. Goodbye. 
He'll be right over. Did you hear that, Dora? Isn't that true? Oh, now, Melvin, be reasonable. Look, he's just excited, that's all. He wants to make a good impression on Judy tonight. Why doesn't he try to make a good impression on me? I, I don't feel good. Bells ringing, people... Oh, ringing. now, Melvin. In a moment, Judy will be ready. Udi will call for and they'll be gone. Then you can have peace and quiet for the rest of the evening. Well, I certainly hope. I'll be right there, dear. Oh, no. What do you want? Hello? Hello? Hello, Mr. Foster. Oh, it's you again. Yes. How are you, Mr. Foster? I'm fine. Now, what world-shaking message do you have for Judy this time? Well, sir, this is very confidential. You see, my pants haven't come back from the pressers yet, and... <laughs> yes? Well, I'm waiting for my pants, sir. I should hope so. <laughs> oh, Judy! Judy, he's waiting for... Oh, no, 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 don't tell her that. I mean, I mean, please don't tell her that. I... Well, make up your mind. Are you waiting for your pants, or aren't you? Oh, well, I am, sir. Not what I wanted to tell Judy. I. Oh, gee. Could I please speak to her, Mr. Foster? There's nothing I would like better. Judy! Judy! Oh, now they got me yelling, too. Judy! What, Father? Would you please come in here and talk to this boy? Would you do that little favor for your old father? Certainly, Father. Here. Thank you. Hello, Ogie. What is it? Well, Judy, you, you see, Judy, I. Uh, I sent my. Oh, for a certain reason, Judy, I may be a little delayed. And would you mind meeting me in the lobby of the Bijou Theater? Well, of course not, Oogie, but if you'd rather, I'd wait oh, for Oh, thanks, no, but the show starts at 7.13, and if I have to call for you, we never get there on time, because I don't know when they'll come. When who'll come? When my... I mean, well, would you mind, Judy? I'll pay you back for the car fare, of course. All right, Oogie, I'll leave right now. Goodbye, Oogie, dear. Oh, goodbye, Judy, dear. I'm meeting Ubi in the lobby of the theater. Is that all right, Mother? Well, I suppose so. Is it time for you to go to the lobby? Well, I'm not quite put together yet. Judy, I've got great news for you. What, Randolph? I found the brown shoe polish. Oh, Randolph, you are a dear, dear boy. But I decided not to wear brown after all. I think Ubi'd like me better in navy blue. Oh, for the love of heaven. <laughs> Isn't the house peculiar without Judy in it? Beautifully peculiar. Oh, Melvin. Ah, the peace of it, the, the, the quiet, the repose, and... And I knew it was too good to be true. Who is it as if I didn't know? Oh, this is Oogie, Mr. Foster. Didn't doubt it for a minute. What do you want this time? They came, sir. I'm so glad for you. <laughs> Now then, let me speak to him. You'll frighten him to death. I'd interest you to know he'll be wearing pants. <laughs> Hello, Ogie. Judy just left a moment ago. She did? Oh, gee, Mrs. Foster, can you get her back? What? Well, you see, I'm leaving right this minute, and I'd like to call for her. To call for Don't let him come here. Oh, well, don't you think, Ogie, it might be better to leave things just as they are? Well, I think I should call for Judy, Mrs. Foster. Oh. After all, this is an important evening, and it would worry me all night if I didn't call for Judy. Why, it might be the basis of a complete misunderstanding. And as I said, I like to call for Well, all right, Ogie, okay, that's very nice of you. I'll, I'll send Randolph out to bring her back. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Foster. All right, Ogie, okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Randolph. Going, Mother. Hey, Mother. Mother, I miss Judy. You missed her? Oh, for Pete's sake. Uh, 
I ran after that streetcar for five blocks, but I, I couldn't catch up with Oh, it. what a shame. And Oogie's <laughs> on his way over here. This is going to make it mighty inconvenient for him. How do you think it's making it for me? How do you feel, Father? How do I look? Well... That's exactly how I feel. Oh, there's the doorbell. Let me see Oogie now. I'll bet you two to one he asks how we are. Hello, Oogie. Come right in, Oogie. Oh, thank you, sir. Well, I see your pants arrived. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, good evening, Mr. and Mrs. Foster. Uh... How are you? Oh, thank you. <laughs> We've all had physical checks, uh, checkups lately. The uh, doctor assures us we're in good shape. Uh, don't bother sitting down, Oogie. Judy is already on a streetcar whizzing to the Bijou. She is? Yeah, that makes a nickel you owe her. Now, Judy will be waiting for you at the Bijou, Oogie. You'd better go along. Oh, yes, I think I'd better. Well, good night, everybody. It's been very nice seeing you, I'm sure. There is a debatable subject, if ever I heard one. <laughs> good night, Oogie. Have a nice time. Uh. Now, maybe I can get some peace and quiet around here. No, what say you? There's a conspiracy against me. Well, then I'll answer it. Go ahead. Hello? Mother, this is Judy. Oogie hasn't shown up yet. I can't understand. Well, he was just here, Judy. He, he should be at the Bijou Valley soon. He was at our house? What for? Well, you see, he... Well, let's not go into that now, Judy. It'll make it very much simpler. All you have to know is he just went out the door this minute. Oh, Mother, can you get him back for me? I've got to talk to him. Oh, is it absolutely necessary? Oh, yes. Well, I'll try. Just a minute. Randall. Ah, me. Woman's work is never done. Okay. Oh, will this night never end? Judy's on the telephone. She wants to talk to you. Hi, Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. Foster. Hey, good evening, Ogie. We're feeling fine. We're fine. Here's the phone, Ogie. Oh, thanks a lot. Hello, Judy. Ogie, what's keeping you? It's getting crowded here in the lobby. There'll be a line soon. Well, look, Judy, why don't you buy yourself a ticket and go in now before it gets too crowded? Oh, of course, I'll renumerate you. Oh, well, that's a good idea, Ubi. I'll go in right now and save you seats. Bye. Goodbye, Judy. I'll see you in a little while. You hope. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Foster, I hope you'll be kind enough to excuse me. Don't waste a minute. We'll understand. Oh, thank you, sir. I have only one hope. What, dear? That there's a triple feature playing at the Bijou.
And now, back to A Date with Judy. Uh, Dora. Yes, Melvin? Judy and Oogie must be in the theater by now. I think it's safe to put the phone back on the hook, don't you? Yes, dear. Ah, this is more like it, Dora. Yes. Practically relaxed. Mm -hmm. Ah, beautiful, peace, and quiet. (laughs) I had to open my big mouth. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it couldn't lie. Well, I'll get it, dear. Hello? Hello, Mrs. Foster. This is Oogie. Did Judy call? Why, no, Oogie. Isn't she with you? Well, no, not exactly. You see, when I got to the theater, there was a big line, and the usher wouldn't believe me when I told him Judy was inside holding a seat for me. Well, Oogie, have you been waiting in long hours, huh? Oh, yes, I have, Mrs. Foster. But it's almost two hours since you got there. That was a very long line, Mrs. Foster. (laughs) It must have been. Well, what I wanted to ask you, Mrs. Foster, was if Judy called, would you tell her to wait for me in the lobby? There'll be a very short wait for all seats, folks. Kindly don't shop, Sonny. But honestly, Usher, my date is holding a seat for me. I've told you ten times no reserved seats. Please go to the end of the line. But I've already worked my way to the front of the line. I just want to wait for a minute to make a phone call. You're blocking the exit. Time to go to the end of the line or I'll call the manager. Yes, sir. Oogie, Oogie. Oh, Judy, there you are. Where were you? I saved your seat, but you didn't come. Oh, yes, you wouldn't let me. Was it a good picture? It was wonderful. It was? Well, gee, if they'll exchange my ticket, I'll go see it tomorrow. Oh, Oogie, my coat. I must have left it inside. Oh, you did? Well, I'll go in and look for it, Judy. I was sitting around the center, Oogie. Oh, all right. I'll find it. Uh, would you like me to go on over to Henry's Coke and Phosphate Parlor and hold a table? It's so crowded Saturday night. Oh, Judy, you think of everything. All right, you go on over and I'll meet you there. All right, Oogie, but hurry. All right, Judy. Every minute will seem like an hour. <laughs> If that's that kid again, I'll... I wish Alexander Graham Bell had minded his own business. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Father. This is Judy. Oh. You know where Oogie is. Oogie? That name sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> Father. He called a little while ago to tell us to tell you he'd meet you in the lobby. Well, I met him there, but he wanted to look for my coat. You mean you've lost Oogie again? That's the best news I've heard tonight. <laughs> anyway, Father, if he calls, would you tell him I've been waiting and waiting here at Henry's Coke and Phosphate Parlor? I will, I will. I, I certainly hope you're having a nice time. Well, frankly, Father, I haven't had time to so far. Hmm? You see, I haven't seen Oogie for more than two minutes. Well, goodbye, Father. Goodbye, dear. You know, Dora, I'm beginning to hear a ringing in my head. Oh, there it goes again. Hello. Hello, Mr. Oh. Foster. If Judy should happen to she call... She did, she did, Oogie. She's waiting for you at Henry's Coke and Phosphate Park. Oh, I know, but I'm having a little trouble finding her coat. Her coat? Uh, just a minute, Oogie. Uh, Dora, it seems that your daughter has now lost oh, her coat. Oh, my goodness, she'll catch her death of cold. Here, let me talk to him. Hello, Oogie? Oh, yes, Mrs. Oh, oh, just stay right where you are. I'll send Randolph right down with her other one. Just a second now. Just, wait just a minute. Uh, Randolph! Beju, here I come. <laughs> are you having a nice time, Oogie? Oh, I guess so, Mrs. Foster, but I haven't seen Judy all evening so far. Oh, that's a shame. But... Well, then, I guess we've got years ahead of us that we can spend together. <laughs> That'll be nice. Well, goodbye, Mrs. Foster. Goodbye, Oogie. Dora, can you tell me what is wrong with that boy? Now, Melvin, he's just a victim of circumstances. Circumstances, huh? When I'm getting out of here, I'm going to take a walk out on a nice, quiet street. Any place where I can't hear telephone. <laughs> 
nice to see you. Nice to see you. Oh, here's your coat. The usher found it. Thank you. Have you ordered yet? Oh, yes, I have. I had a double scoop Kilroy special. What would you like? Oh, something wonderful. Something really extravagant, Judy. After all, this is a celebration, isn't it? Yes, Oogie. Well, let's see now. I think I'll order a... A... Tea. What's the matter? I, uh... Judy, I, uh... I only have seven cents left. (laughs) Oh, Oogie. I must have spent the rest on phone calls. Uh, Judy, uh... Would you... That is, could you... Of course, I'll renumerate you. (laughs) But all I have is nine cents. Is that enough? I don't think so, Judy. Your bill is 55 cents. Oh, yes. Uh, Mitzi came in and I treated her to a banana split. Well, after all, I couldn't sit here all alone all the time, could I? Oh, of course not. What do we do? I don't know. Maybe you could run home. Oh, there's nobody at my house, Judy. They're out playing bridge. Uh, Could you call your house and uh, uh, sort of ask your mother if she... uh... Oh, of course. I'll I'll remunerate her. Hello? Mother, I'm in terrible trouble. Awful trouble. I... Judy. Judy, what's the matter? Hello? Hello? Operator. Oh, dear. Operator? Operator, you cut me off. Please connect me. What is the number, please? I don't know. Please trace that call. I'm sorry, madam. I'll connect you with the chief operator. Yes, please do immediately. Oh, goodness gracious. This is the chief operator. I've just been disconnected. What is the number, please? I don't know. Would you please trace the call for me? I'm sorry, madam. We can only do that in emergency. Well, this is an emergency. Something's happened to my daughter, and I don't know where she is. If your daughter is missing, I'll connect you with the missing persons bureau. Oh, no, no, no. There's somebody with her. Somebody took her. Please trace that call for me. Well, I'll have to report this to police headquarters. Well, do anything you like. Only get me that number quickly. One moment, madam. Oh, won't you please... Please hurry. I... Hello? Hello, operator. That call came from Henry's Coke and Phosphate Parlor at 143 Pinehurst Street. Thank you, thank you. Oogie, our phone still doesn't answer. Oh, gosh, Judy. I can't understand it. After we were disconnected, all we got was a busy signal, and now no one answers. Well, I'll talk to Henry, Judy. Maybe you'll let me pay him tomorrow. Excuse me. Uh, isn't Henry here tonight? Nope. Oh, that's too bad. You see, uh, Henry knows me very well. I'm an extremely good customer here. I I have been for many years. Well, that's certainly nice to know. Yeah. You're uh, new here, aren't you? Yep. Well, uh, I wonder if... Uh, well, it so happens that I, uh, I'm completely out of funds, so I was wondering if you would kindly let me sign an I.O.U.? You see that door over there? Uh, yes. Well, behind that door is the kitchen. And in the kitchen are a lot of dishes and glasses. Dirty ones. You can go right in there and make their acquaintance. Oh, but I have enough friends now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go in and meet him in just a second. Okay. Judy. Yes, Oogie? I've uh, worked out a transaction. Oh, that's fine, Oogie. Yeah, <laughs> You better go over to Gwendolyn's house. I'll meet you there after it's been transacted. All right, Uzi. Well, I'm back. Dora. Dora? Where is everybody? Oh, no, not again. 
Hello. Mr. Foster? Yeah, who's this? This is Officer O'Reilly. <laughs> Officer O'Reilly? Has a ransom note come yet? Ransom note? Now, listen, now, this is a practical joke. Let me tell you, I'm hardly in the mood. Oh, wait a minute. Here's a note from my wife. Judy in terrible trouble, taking car to look for her. Try not to worry. Terrible trouble. Ransom note. Kidnapping. Oh, my gosh. Stay right where you are. I'll be right over to the police station. They're finished. Every single one. Can I go? Yeah, on your way, kid. Huh, thank you. Okay. Oh, Rosie. Oh, Mrs. Foster, what are you doing here? Where's Judy? What happened to her? What do you mean? She's in terrible trouble. Why aren't you with her? Well, Mrs. Foster, I, I kind of ran out of money, and we called you, but the operator disconnected us. So Judy went to Gwendolyn's house to wait for me while I finished, uh, some unfinished business. Oh, then Judy's all right? Oh, yes, indeed. Oh, oh, dear, I don't think you'd better have a date with Judy again for a long time. No, Mrs. Foster? No. I couldn't stand it. I'm home. Hey. Hey, where is everybody? Morning. Hello? Randolph, is your mother home? No, Father. Where are you? In jail. In jail? <laughs> oh, what did you do? Murder Oogie? Not yet, but I will. <laughs> Randolph. Randolph, your sister Judy's been kidnapped. Kidnapped? Has the ransom note come yet? What are you talking about, Father? You're not stir crazy so soon, <laughs> are you? Stir crazy? Now, now, look, Randolph. Just do what I tell you. Yeah? Gather up all the pictures you can find of your sister Judy. Then call a cab. Bring them immediately to me. Here at the police station. Shall I bring the one where she's lying on the road without any clothes on? <laughs> okay, I'll be right there, Father. Wow, what a night. Now what? Hello? Oh, Randolph, is your father there? No, Mother. Oh, for goodness sake. Where is he? In jail. In jail? <laughs> yeah. You see... Oh, well, Judy is all right. She's at Gwendolyn's house. I'm confused. Well, so am I, Randolph. Now, look, don't do anything. Do you hear? Don't do anything. I'll be right home. Mother. Yes, Randolph? Are you going to leave Father in jail? Hello, Gwendolyn. Oh, gee, I'm sorry I'm late. Are you sure are they? Well, it's a quiet party. I'm looking forward to seeing Judy. Oh, but Judy's gone home. She left a message for you, though. She said to tell you this, you... Hey, Oogie, what are you running away for? It's that's Judy. Good night, Gwendolyn. Judy! Hey, Judy! Oogie! Oh, am I exhausted. I ran nine blocks. Oh, Oogie. I don't mind. The important thing is I'm here to take you home. But I am home. Here's my door. Oh. Well, can I do this? Uh, Judy. Yes? I had a wonderful time. <laughs> so did I. Can I, uh, can I come in a minute? Oh, I don't know, Oogie. It's pretty late. Well, I'd like to say hello to your folks. It's the only polite thing to do. <laughs> Oh, 
David Judy is written by Aline Leslie and stars Louise Erickson as Judy and John Brown as father, with Dick Davis as Randolph and Myra Mars as mother. Oogie is played by Dick Krenner. Music was composed and conducted by Hal Bourne. The program was produced and directed by Helen Mack. That was the episode Mr. Foster Tries to Rust from A Date with Judy. You know, every time I listen to Richard Crenna as Oogie Pringle, I always think Walter Denton from Armis Brooks is making a guest visit on the show. Well, it's only five days until Christmas. Be sure to tune in this Friday for our Christmas Eve special of the podcast, where we'll be bringing you two back-to-back Christmas comedy radio shows. And be sure to catch our other podcasts and Evening of Old Time Radio wherever you get your podcast from. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Why don't you just say it? I'm the worst toy maker in the world. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins.